Well, hello everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast, week seven. Doing a series called The Biggest Kingdom Leadership Requirement comes from Acts chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, where they were in the early church, they needed more leaders, they were looking for leaders, and so it says, Brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known. I love that known means they have a reputation to be full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer in the ministry of the Word. We need more people in the church full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. Wisdom is the application of the fullness of the Holy Spirit into our daily decisions. We need more people to give more responsibility away so that the church, the body of Christ can grow. And that's why I'm talking to you about this today. Are you as a leader willing to commit yourself to say, Lord, I want to live a life more full of the Holy Spirit. Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit, but now we are as full as the, of the Holy Spirit as we want to be. We can adjust our lifestyle. We can go after God. We can hunger and thirst. We're as full of the Spirit as we want to be. And what they're looking for in the New Testament is leaders. The world is needing more people, more full of the Holy Spirit. And that's what this journey is all about. So over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at very practical habits, lifestyle adjustments, living our lives on a daily, on weekly basis to have the kind of habits that fill us with the Holy Spirit. Habits like worship, worshiping regularly, privately, wherever you might be, learning to sing to the Lord and refresh and fill yourself in the Spirit, meditating on God's Word, going deeper, drawing the life and power of His Word, prayer, time on your knees, asking for a greater fullness and refreshing, Fellowship, Jesus-focused friendships, intentionally spending time with godly brothers or sisters uh, who can fill you up. You come away refreshed and inspired. And last week, we looked at the habit of breaking bread, learning to draw from the body and blood of Jesus as part of our lifestyle. The one that I want to talk about today is simply this, serving with your spiritual gift. Now, it's a beautiful thing. As part of the body of Christ, Jesus gives all of us spiritual gifts, the empowering grace of His Holy Spirit at work in our lives to do things. Now, the amazing thing is physically, spiritual gifts might tire you out, but spiritually, they refresh you and fill your tank. Let me give you an example. God has, uh, has graced me and given me the gift of preaching and teaching. Now, I mean, we do three services on a Sunday. So let me be honest with you. Physically, I'm exhausted. Come Monday, I'm physically tired, but spiritually comes alive. Every time I get up to preach, I might be down, I might be whatever. But as I'm preaching, I'm sensing the life and power of God filling me up. And that's what happens when we use our spiritual gifts. Physically, it might uh, take strain, but spiritually, it's as if the tank is being filled as we are allowing ourselves to be poured out. It really is a win-win situation. There's a beautiful example of this, of Jesus. He's, uh, he's with his disciples. He's going through Samaria. And uh, he's obviously tired. He's hungry. He sends off the disciples to town to get food. And he's just going to rest at the well. That's where he meets the woman at the well. He has this encounter. He has this word of knowledge, speaks into her life, prophesies. And then the disciples come back. Now he should be more hungry and more tired. But this is what he says. My food, said Jesus is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work. It's as if Jesus is now energized again, refreshed again. He hasn't had any physical food, but actually just being used by the Holy Spirit has actually filled Him. 
This is what we've got to understand. It's the beautiful way God's grace works. As you allow His grace to flow through you, it actually fills you at the same time. So if you're not using the spiritual gifts God's given you, in some ways you're wasting that opportunity to be filled and refreshed. And yet the more you give your life to serving God with your spiritual gifts, the more full and overflowing you become. Paul said it like this in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. He said, But by the grace of God I am what I am, and His grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Amazing. Paul knew it. Even though he was working harder, it was coming easy because it was the grace of God that was at work. In fact, he describes his life as a drink offering. I'm being poured out like a drink offering. But the beautiful thing is the more we pour ourselves out in service, the more the Holy Spirit pours out his grace and power into our lives. And in some ways, that's that's the dream for me. Like many churches, we've got uh, uh, a lot of incredible teams of serving uh, folk in the church who serve in different ministries, and, and most of them are on rosters, and they know when they're on duty, when they're not. But to be honest, my dream is to be in a roster-free church. And by what, I'm, what I say is, uh, one of my, my favorite ministries in the life of the church is I love greeting people at the front door. I just always gravitate towards the front door. I love welcoming, greeting people. My dream is that people's name, they wouldn't serve when their name is on a roster, but you serve because, well, that's how you worship God. That's how you love God. That's what fills you. I couldn't imagine coming to church and not serving in some way. And in exactly the same way, I think God has wired us. He's put gifts, grace gifts inside of us. We don't serve because our names are on a list or a roster. We serve because that's the grace inside of me. And the more I use it and give it away, the more God refreshes and strengthens me. So, Here's a couple of practical things. You need to discover your spiritual gifts. Can you confidently say, these are my spiritual gifts for me? Teaching, encouraging, leadership. These are the spiritual gifts God's given me. Not, I can't boast about them because they are a gift from God, but with clarity comes confidence. So if you can't with confidence say, these are my spiritual gifts, then I'm going to guess you're not actually using those spiritual gifts very well. So clarity brings confidence. If you don't know what they are, ask a friend, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal them to you. Go online and do one of those spiritual gift assessments. Find those spiritual gifts because clarity brings confidence. Next, join a serving team at your church that can use your gifts. Don't let them be wasted. Don't let them be those talents that are hidden in the ground. Sign up, get, become part of one of the teams in the life of the church where your gifts are regularly being used. You'll find you come back from a Sunday church service more full, even though you've worked hard. Maybe you had to get there early, but you come away and your tank is even fuller than when you just went to receive. Thirdly, find a way of using your spiritual gifts in your daily job. They're not just designed for church services. They're designed to be used in the world, in the factory, in your school, wherever you might be working. Find a way of using those spiritual gifts to the glory of God. And then don't let your flesh lie to you. It might take energy. You think, oh, I haven't got the energy to serve. Don't let your flesh lie to you. Step in in obedience and do it. And as you use your spiritual gift, you'll find your strength and encouragement is being renewed. So 
couple of questions. Let me leave you with these maybe for yourself or working as a team. Ponder these questions together. Number one, do you know your top three spiritual gifts? If you don't, then please write them down. Take some time, pray, go and investigate. Clarity brings confidence. Go and find out what they are so that you know them. Number two, are you using your spiritual gifts as part of your lifestyle habits? In other words, are you part of a ministry team, a serving team somewhere in the life of the church where you can make use of them regularly? And then question three, how are you using your spiritual gifts outside of the church environment, but for the glory of God? Don't let them be limited to a once a week Sunday or small group. Use your spiritual gifts daily. And as we use our gifts to serve the Lord, He refreshes us and fills us. So I hope that makes sense. I hope it becomes a part of your lifestyle. And uh, one more we're going to look at next week. But until then, may the Lord bless you and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership, where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.